Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to today. It's Monday the 25th of March and again, oh look at this, we're nearly at the end of the month and we've got some amazing things that have happened and that will be happening. I'm speaking into the future. Is it your future? I know that you are a wonderful and a blessed person and many blessings are coming your way. There you go. You run with that and tell me how you get on. So we had a really busy weekend. This weekend there was an exhibition opening at the Argentina Embassy. We've been really supportive towards the arts in Barbados and every month they have promised to host an art exhibition. So this art exhibition was or is called Form and Fire and it's in association with the Artists Alliance Barbados and Contemporary Studio Ceramics and it runs from March the 23rd to May the 24th and it's featuring artists the following artists Ansel Daniel, Gail Riley, Lynn Haynes, Martina Pile, Melanie Deliviera and Juliana Innes. So at the Embassy of the Argentine Republic, it's open between the 23rd of March, so that was Saturday, uh, just gone, and March the 30th. There's going to be a presentation on the 30th, Saturday, March the 30th, Ceramic Heritage of Barbados between 2 and 4 p.m. by Kevin Palmer, who's the Deputy Director of the Barbados Museum and Historical Society. It then moves to the Norman Centre between Saturday sorry, Sunday, April the 28th, and that will be the opening reception between three and six, and it finishes on Saturday, May the 11th. And there are two workshops that are going to go on. One's Pottery Making 101, Learning to Pinch a Pot between 11 and 2. I love ceramics and pottery so I'm definitely going to be going to that and I will share with you probably on my blog or uh, and or Facebook and then there's ceramic experiences between three and five with Ansel Daniel and Jamila Haynes and they will speak on their UK ceramic education so it will be quite interesting it's good when you know you not only get the exhibition but you also get either a talk or a demonstration 
from the artists themselves and it gives you an even deeper understanding. So that's Form and Fire and it finishes on May the 24th. Yeah, so I just told you. All right, yeah, yeah. So um, at the Norman Centre, it's between April the 28th and May the 24th. And it just so happens that on Saturday, May the 11th, there are those two uh, classes, workshops, Pottery Making 101 and Ceramic Experiences. And that's really good. I really enjoy watching. And... Um, and getting involved as well. Juliana Innes gave a demonstration at the Barbados Museum and Historical Society. And it was just, it was about um, using the coils. So in terms of the traditional way for making uh, clay bowls and even the containers that would hold uh, water or liquid, they didn't have the wheel, the turning the wheel. They used coils and built up the clay. Anyway, I won't say anymore. If you want to come, put those dates in your diary and make sure that you, you know, uh, check it out. And you can also find a lot of information if you're interested in clay and using clay, then there's a lot of YouTube videos that will give you all of the different examples of how to, you know, start off. I'm really interested in some of the traditional methods. So how to create a fire pit, how to make your own, say, clay bricks <laughs> and uh, making, you know, clay pots and things like that using the materials that we have. I mean, Barbados, the soil is naturally, it's the red clay that, is extracted from the soil and you could go you know I can go out now into the, my garden and dig up some clay I mean you'd have to remove all the, the impurities and the stones and things like that but yeah I could I could do that and utilize that so that'll be it that again that'll be another project that I would love to try and uh, you know seeing how there are so many different traditional ways of doing things, how we can, um, you know, get back to and celebrate that. You know, you've got the weavers, you've got the, we've got a weaver on the island, Sylvester Clark. Um, and, you know, look at the other traditional craft activities that are celebrated all around the world that we could here in Barbados celebrate as well. And there are examples in, I was telling somebody about this Craft America, Craft in America, it's a YouTube, they have a YouTube channel and uh, they, I th I'm sure they have a website as well, but they show a lot of videos on the traditional crafts and the artists who are keeping them alive. And even in England, we celebrate, you know, the, the, the crafts, the, you know, using wool and dyeing the wool and, um, woodworking, wood turning. So there are so many things here that are are things that were passed down through the generations that we need to look at how we can bring these back and celebrate them. So today on Creating Faith, I'm going to be talking about loss 
and purpose and yeah it's it's whilst whilst the the feeling is not one of rawness now I've looked back time has time has eased the the rawness and it's not just the time it's the way that you look at the relationships where you think of the losses that have happened and at some point in your life you will experience loss the loss of a loved one you know we're talking about human loss and I've been finding over my well as I get older there's an increase in the people that I know who have either passed died who've had illnesses with very serious prognosis and you never imagine yourself to be in that position it's not something that you can prepare for and when it comes it leaves a hole that seems impossible to fill now almost 30 years after my father passed I still have dreams about him in totally new situations and in the beginning the dreams would be of him during his illness and as the dreams progressed he would get stronger until one dream I had he was lifting a wardrobe and I asked him I was like you know you need to be more careful because you're not well and he laughed at me in this dream and told me that he was fine and in my most the most recent dream I mean the dreams have declined I still think of him but the dreams the very vividness of those dreams declined and in my most the most recent dream that I'd had he came to my mum's home and he had a friend with him and he was dressed really smart and he looked like a picture of him that I have of when he was in his younger days and it was one that they took well that he took just before he came to England in the early 60s and you know i was thinking i was like yeah who's this friend that he, he's had with him and on waking i realized that the friend was my mum when she was a young woman the loss of a loved one takes time to come to terms with and the intense pain softens and you carry on but you never forget i lost a son and I still think of him. And he passed at three days old and he would have been nearly 30 now. And I often wonder what he would be doing, you know, thinking of all the things that he could have achieved with his life. You know, wondering what his relationship with my son Sakani would be and how they would get on and you know, the laughter and the playfulness. And at the time, I never thought that 
the pain would subside, but the intensity of it has. I still, I still, there is a kind of pain there, but it's not the same kind of pain. And I've had to turn, try to turn everything on its head. And when you look at it from a different perspective, you see different insights. And whilst we can't bring back those we have lost, we can celebrate their lives. And that's what I'm talking about. We rejoice at the lives that they touched, the impact that they had on this world. And we look at our own lives and hope that we too can make an impact on the lives of others and be the blessing that we were called to be. Because if we think, if we don't think about them, if we say to ourselves, if I don't think about them, I won't feel the pain, then it's all their life. It's just like it was of no use. How can you not remember the joy that they brought? How can you not remember their laughter, their smile, the way they made you feel when they told you they loved you? You know, I think we can sometimes get it wrong thinking that, well, we won't feel the pain if we don't think about them and we'll be able to carry on. And it's very op opposite. If we don't think about them and walk through the pain, their memory lives on within us and all the joy and the laughter helps us to carry on. Now, I remember as I got older and I imagined that I would be sharing more times of laughter and tales of grandchildren and aching joints alongside the creative adventures with my good friend Barbara who I had known since I was 16, and that's over <coughs> 30 odd years ago. And she passed in 2011 and is so dearly missed. And from time to time, I dwell on the shared experiences and the conversations we had about our journeys as artists, the love that she gave her family and the love that she shared with others. You know, I I thought that me, you know, coming to Barbados, she always used to come to Barbados. We would have had adventures as artists and be, you know, going around exhibitions and laughing and beach life and all of that. She was one of my closest friends. And again, I had to look at the situation differently. When I first heard that she died, it was just, I was just devastated. And so too, two years after that, my brother died. And it was just like, what is going on? Why? You know, why? You know, you say, why me? I mean, Obviously, his family, where his family, but obviously his wife and his kids, that loss is even greater for them. As his sisters, it was just like, what is going on? And I thought, you know, for myself, why do I have to go through this? Why now? When is it going to stop? The reality is it won't because 
We're born and we die. But when you look at life, when you look at your purpose and that we are all here to create, to live for a purpose, we give, we love, we share, we teach. All of those who went before have taught us something. The losses that I have experienced from my father, my grandmother, my son, Cairo, my best friend, Barbara, my brother, Robert. And it doesn't stop. As we get older, we'll know more and more people who will be passing from an illness, from a, you know, a, a good friend, Larrington. So many people. And the thing that has got me through is remembering the lives that they lived. One thing Robert said to me is, and this was when I didn't, I didn't quite understand the seriousness. I knew he had bone cancer, but I thought it was something that got fixed. You know, there, there, there is a cure. You know, he's going to be treated and he's going to be fine. That's what I told myself. But he said, you know, I hope you don't forget me. And it was just like, I thought, why is he saying that? Why are you saying that, Robert? Don't be silly. But what I realized is that, yeah, when we don't deal with the pain, when I stop thinking about you, when I stop remembering the life that you lived, that is when you do forget. Because you're shutting what you say the bad is out, but you're also shutting the good out. So you have to let them both through and you have to work through it. So when I thought of him, when, and, and the person that actually taught me that without knowing was my mum, because my mum is living with dementia and she started to tell us of um, how she met my father. And then the story would go on and on and on and on. And that's how it felt at the beginning. It's just like, mum, mum, you've told us this story already. Yes, mum, I know. And then he saw you. And then he said, young lady, come here. And you said, who, me? And it was just like, why are you telling me this story over and over again? But as the more she told me, the more I began to think about my father and the good things and the good times. And the more I then started relating it in different situations. So whilst Cairo only had three days on this earth, I remembered his smell. I remembered his, his gaze. I remember his, uh, the, the nurse took a picture of him um, just before he passed. And I remember him and I think about, yeah, who we could have been. I think about the fact that when he was in my belly, I felt him. I felt him kicking and moving and I talked to him and I sung to him. I thought of Barbara and I thought of the laughter that we had and the times that we shared from, you know, starting in college and the adventures and the, the playfulness and also the struggles that we had and we fell out a couple of times and then we made up and we were friends and our friendship um, strengthened because we 
challenged each other. You know, if I felt there was something wrong with what she had said, I would say, and she would say it to me, you know, you would say, Amanda, you know, what are you doing? And, and so I went back over those memories and going back over those memories really helped. And I would encourage all of you to, to, to do the same. So in Ecclesiastes, it tells us that there is a time for everything and everything in its season. And it says there is a time for everything and everything, a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. So, as I always say, take out your journal, take out your art journal, and think about the life that you have and live your life on purpose. Where at the end of March, and take hold of the rest of the year and aim to make an impact on your life and that of the lives of others with the things that you do. There are so many things that we can do. And whilst we continue to, at some point, suffer loss, let's hold on to the blessings that each individual life shared with us and celebrate their memories with joy and let us live our lives to the full, not taking one day for granted and knowing that they loved us and that they cared for us and that they would want to be remembered by us. Take care and stay blessed. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.